0: It's just a simple phrase, two words used throughout the Bible like a blinking arrow pointing us towards God's purposes and the responses He desires from us, so that. The So That podcast will trace that phrase through the Bible, blending scripture and biblical study to unpack the answers to some of the biggest questions surrounding life and the God who ordained it. Together, we'll discover His purposes and delve into the God-breathed responses we are to have as His people. Welcome to a special extended episode of the So That podcast. Today's focus passage is all of John 17. That includes 11 so-thats. I'll read the chapter, but if you're somewhere you can open your Bible to look at this passage, I'd recommend it. John 17, Jesus spoke these things, looked up to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your son so that the son may glorify you since you gave him authority over all people so that he may give eternal life to everyone you have given him. This is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God and the one you have sent, Jesus Christ. I have glorified you on the earth by completing the work you gave me to do. Now, Father, glorify me in your presence with that glory I had with you before the world existed. I have revealed your name to the people you gave me from the world. They were yours. You gave them to me and they have kept your word. Now they know that everything you have given me is from you because I have given them the words you gave me. They have received them and have known for certain that I came from you. They have believed that you sent me. I pray for them. I am not praying for the world, but for those you have given me because they are yours Everything I have is yours, and everything you have is mine, and I am glorified in them. I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world, and I am coming to you. Holy Father, protect them by your name that you have given me, so that they may be one as we are one. While I was with them, I was protecting them by your name that you have given me. I guarded them, and not one of them is lost except the son of destruction, so that the scripture may be fulfilled. Now I am coming to you, and I speak these things in the world so that they may have my joy completed in them. I have given them your word. The world hated them because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. I am not praying that you take them out of the world, but that you protect them from the evil one. They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, I also have sent them into the world. I sanctify myself for them so that they may also be sanctified by the truth. I pray not only for these, but also for those who believe in me through their word. May they all be one as you, Father, are in me and I am in you. May they also be in us so that the world may believe that you sent me. I have given them the glory you have given me so that they may be one as we are one. I am in them and you are in me so that they may be made completely one. That the world may know you have sent me and have loved them as you have loved me. Father, I want those you have given me to be with me where I am, so that they will see my glory, which you have given me because you loved me before the world's foundation. Righteous Father, the world has not known you. However, I have known you, and they have known that you sent me. I made your name known to them, and they will continue to make it known, so that... The love you have loved me with may be in them, and I may be in them. This is a holy ground moment. This is the significant, sacred prayer of Jesus Christ to his Father just before the final steps of the redemption plan from eternity past would be set into motion. This is a window into the relationship between the Father and the Son so too it is a declaration of God's plan and purpose for our relationship with him. There is a lot in this chapter, a lot in it and a lot surrounding it. But what a worthy place in God's word to settle in, find understanding, and learn how to live a purposeful life. The first thing to notice as we consider Jesus' high priestly prayer is that as the circumstances of Jesus' life on earth swirled to a tornadic climax, he prayed. We cannot miss his example and instruction in this act of pouring out his heart to his Father. We cannot join with the world believing that prayer is just a trite, empty, inconsequential activity. Instead. Grasp that as we pray, we are coming before the holy, all-knowing, creator God of the universe, asking for his help, perspective, and purposes. As followers of Christ, we believe in God and the promised hope of eternal life with him. When we seek God in prayer, we're placing ourselves and others at his feet, and there will be results. Perhaps results we're asking for specifically but but certainly results in our relationship with the Father. Now, let's consider the many so-thats of this chapter. John 17, 1-8 Jesus begins the way we should begin anything, with a fierce focus on the Father. As this pivotal hour has come, Jesus asks the Father to glorify him so that he may glorify God. Jesus is asking the Father to glorify himself through the life he is about to sacrifice so that he may give eternal life to those God has given him. This is the culmination of Christ's work on earth. He has come to be the visible presence of God for the people whom God has chosen to see and believe. When Jesus praised the statement, I have revealed your name, he himself is affirming that the totality of God's character and attributes have been displayed through his life, in every season, from infant to adult, but particularly throughout his public ministry. As he sought out a band of brothers to teach and live with daily, then went out to teach, heal, serve, and save, Jesus revealed the Father. He lived a sinless life in perfect obedience in order to be the only sufficient sacrifice for the sins of the world, thereby making a way for all who believe to live eternally with God. We have a similar mission. We can declare and depend on the sovereignty of God. We can live a life focused on the hope of eternity with him. We can persevere through life's tough circumstances and realities with that hope. This life has been given to us by God, whether we acknowledge him or not, from the breath we breathe to our individual understanding and abilities. And while Jesus perfectly used everything his father gave him to care for each person who believes he is the son of God, we can still seek to imitate him. We can keep God's word. We can recognize people God places in our lives and reach out with truth, care, and love. We can remember that God's glory and renown is our purpose. John seventeen nine 9-19 Most commentaries confirm that Jesus is praying here specifically for his disciples, the eleven who remain. These disciples were to carry on the strengthening and building of God's kingdom now that the son of destruction, Judas, has revealed his denial of Christ so that the scripture may be fulfilled. The son is asking the father to protect the disciples so that they will be one as he and the father are one. Jesus explains to us through this prayer that he has protected the disciples with his physical presence while he was on earth and is now asking the father to continue that protect protection as he prepares for his death and resurrection. Did the father say yes to this request? Yes. Because of the oneness of the Father, Son, and Spirit, Jesus always prays and asks for whatever is according to the Father's will. This protection was real and active and ultimately for the benefit of all who would believe. Those he specifically prays for later in John seventeen twenty through 26 Jesus reveals one of the reasons he's praying or speaking these things for the disciples. So that... His joy will be complete in them. This joy will not be circumstantial, just as his was not and has not been circumstantial. Rather, to endure the challenges and even dangers of being vastly different from the world, Jesus prays that his disciples would be protected from the evil one. One of the most significant parts of Jesus's prayer comes in his request that believers would be sanctified by God's truth, all while being different from the world. Jesus says he has sanctified himself so that they would be sanctified by the truth. Sanctified, set apart for a purpose by truth. What are the implications here? First, Followers of Jesus need to be sanctified. This is true for the disciples, but also for those the disciples are being sent to, which includes us. Second, that God's truth does the work of sanctification. And third, and certainly not to be missed in our current culture, God's truth is truth. My truth is truth only if it's God's truth. Your truth is truth only only if it's God's truth. John seventeen twenty through 26. Finally, Jesus prays specifically for those who will believe in him through the work, words, and testimony of the apostles. This brings me to my knees in humble gratitude because I am included in those for whom Jesus is praying. You are, too, if you have recognized your sin and need for a Savior and placed your trust and faith in Christ. My awe abounds because of who is praying. Oh, the wonder of a Savior so holy and merciful. Jesus asked the Father that all believers would have the same oneness that he had prayed for his disciples. He prayed that we all may be one so that the world may believe you sent me. Note that we do not have to and certainly could not achieve that oneness on our own. Rather, it is through the power of God's glory that he gives us so that will prompt others to believe. This oneness is established through the Trinity and then reflected in the relationship of believers with each other, the church, and with their Savior. And that relationship is most definitely reflected in the covenant of marriage between one man and one woman. It's there in marriage, actually a typical American wedding ceremony, where we can see a truly beautiful illustration of what Jesus is praying for here. When you go to a wedding, whom do you look to first? When the bride begins her walk down towards the groom. If you're like me, you give a quick sigh of wonder at the bride's beauty and then quickly focus your gaze on the groom and his reaction to his coming bride. There might be a huge smile, tears, sobs, or even a head in hands moment of wonder for that groom. Both the bride and groom have come to the ceremony with a purpose, and that reaction of the groom very often highlights the power of that purpose. While this earthly example is not a perfect representation of Christ praying for and awaiting his bride, the church, it does point us toward the great lavishing of love, notice, care, and intention Christ has for all who will believe. Jesus prays that his desire is for us to be with him so that we'll see his glory. He is about to make the way, the only way for us to be with him for eternity through his death and resurrection. And he is praying his purpose as he begins his journey to the cross. Jesus has made his father known to those whom the father has given him. Jesus has made God's name known so that the love you have loved me with may be in them and I may be in them. Once again, we see the combination of Father, Son, and Spirit coming together in and through those who will believe. Eleven so that's each one pointing us towards the example of Christ to pray that God's purposes might be accomplished and to enable his people to respond. This is how love is possible. This is how unity is achieved. This is where hope is found. This is where we find our purpose. Thank you for joining us today on the So That podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to help others find this resource and don't miss out on future episodes. Have you discovered a so that as you've read the Bible or heard it taught? Share those Bible references with me in the contact section of my website, HeidiJoFalk.com, so I can consider it for a future episode. Until then, remember that you were shown these things so that you would know that the Lord is God. There is no other besides Him.